Tuesday, July 22nd, the 203rd day of 2021. There are 162 days left in the year. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Give you a chance to win with the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> you know, it's been a while since I've actually ran Mach 9. Yeah? But this morning, Feeling I may Mach be 9. at like 11. So I've got one here that doesn't work. <laughs> I can't tell if my audio level is normal. My right one is I not. No, if you so. all can hear me, it's just uh, something is... What What did you all do while I was gone? I guess that's the big question, so we'll uh, get to that this morning. We have a wedding... Um, we have a wedding coming up uh, in September, yes? Yes. I'm uh, going to have a, a daughter who is a bride in September. Mm-hmm. And so this got to my attention. A bride dislocated her knee during the first dance at the wedding reception mm. and had to go to the hospital, but returned from the hospital with a brace on her knee and got she was wearing her wedding dress to the ER. I love it. Got the brace, but rallied, came back, and was able to salvage I would so the, be that bride. Well, I, I would hope that Taylor <laughs> would be that bride as well, right? I mean, people are there. Yeah. There's a party going on. You got to go and you got to see what's going on. He is a five-time winner of the Covenant Ohio NewsHawk Award. He is the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Milwaukee. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, how are you? <laughs> like, you took an extra beat. I'm like, no, is your microphone working? Yeah, no, it, it is. Do, it, your, do your ears work properly? So you are, you're not, you're like mono. You're not stereo. I know. You're you're to the left. And I want to say that I realized this from me yesterday. Really? Because if you go back and watch the start of the show yesterday mm-hmm. when I started, I was kind of yeah, like, okay. Something, something's not working I kind of did the same thing you did. I was like, okay, this doesn't sound right. All right. Um, well, we might try and figure but it out. But I think Christy and I sound normal in looking at your levels, too. Yeah, we sound normal, but you are left and not right. Yeah, I got that. I'm kind of noticing that. There, there, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to start putting a padlock on the studio. <laughs> it wasn't me. Right. I'm pulling a shaggy. No, that's all right. Listen, it definitely <laughs> was not hey, me. Did you like the, uh, I love the Giannis move, the Greek freak. So he scored 50 points the other night and uh, in the game six of the finals. And so Giannis went to Chick-fil-A. And multiple times, I think, yesterday, and ordered 50 chicken minis for breakfast just I, for his 50 I points. I love chicken minis. I love chicken minis as well. I just thought... Were you not going to attempt to say his last name? Oh, I tried it in my head this morning when I read the headline. <laughs> and I thought, no, I mean, I'm already having enough problems this morning. Why attempt to say antetokounmpa? Close. Close. Greek freak is better. Greek freak. Yeah, just no, there are no yeah, other Giannis's. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think it's Giannis. Giannis, it's not Giannis. Giannis. So, and if are there, um, would multiple multiple Giannis's be Yan eyes? Like there no, are no, Elvises. Is there, there are such Elvis? thing as multiple? Uh, uh, he's not the only one with the only with that name in the whole world. 
Yeah, sure. I, I, yeah, I would imagine that he's not, but I think that he, there was the conversation of he is now entered into the category of, you know, when you say LeBron, you think of James. When you say Kobe, you think of Bryant. Mm-hmm. And now it's Giannis, you think of Giannis. All because right. no one can say his last name. All right, very good. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was uh, had a KBA board meeting yesterday, so uh, uh, did that. It was good to be. It was our first in-person board meeting since January of 2020. So Long it time. was quite, it was like, wow. Was, uh, for, sort of forgot what this was like, but uh, we were able to <clears throat> resume yesterday. It was nice. Uh, so thanks to you all for holding down the fort yesterday. What very special agent Natalie Tall was here. Yes, mm-hmm. we, we had some good, good conversations. Did I miss too. any Harper stories? Well, we found out Harper's going to kindergarten. Oh, Harper yeah. and Alea are both going yes. to kindergarten. Oh, Lord so, help. Uh, mom, I, know, mom, right? I think. Hang uh, on tight. <laughs> Natalie's feeling a little, I think, like a mix, a wide range of emotions. Yeah. Lord help kindergarten. I know, right? <laughs> that's the way that's going to be. There's an air quality alert today regionally because of the wildfires out west, some of the smoke getting into the jet stream and giving us a haze, but also in addition to a haze. Might notice a little bit more dirty air than normal. We'll, uh, we need to be bracing for an intense uh, heat streak for our area midweek next week into the weekend. Still not 100% certain on that yet, but uh, things are lining up right now where we could get some extreme heat uh, You know, into the mid-90s, which means we'll have heat indices that uh, will break 100 later next week if this pattern holds but it's still far enough out that it could change but that's uh, what we're keeping our eye on for right now but a few clouds hazy and 88 today partly cloudy hazy 68 tonight partly cloudy hazy and 94 tomorrow and then if you're watching you can see on into the extended forecast yeah i really noticed that haze yesterday it was kind of crazy kind of gives a you know almost i was coming down the bypass so you're kind of on a hill as you go down you kind of see off in the distance and you can really see it it was it's a little weird Makes you want to check your eyes. Yeah, because it looked like it was fog, but it was at this point it was five o'clock at night, so it's like probably not fog. Mm-hmm. It's not like it rained all day at either. Either, so it was weird. Absolutely. Um, U.S. life expectancy fell by a year and a half in 2020, which was the largest one-year decline since World War II. The decrease for both Black Americans and Hispanic Americans was even worse. Three years. The drop spelled out by the CDC is due mainly to the COVID-19 pandemic, which health officials said is responsible for close to 74% of the overall life expectancy decline. More than 3.3 million Americans died last year, far more than any other year in U.S. history. And COVID-19 accounted for 11% of those deaths. So I don't know if that math checks out for me on 3.3 million, and we're blaming COVID on 600,000. So... Um, there seems to be maybe the formula isn't lining up for me to be able to understand, so I would have to study it a little bit more. But other findings are that Hispanics have longer uh, life expectancy than white or black Americans, but the largest decline, but had the largest decline in 2020. The three-year drop was the largest since the CDC started tracking Hispanic life expectancy 15 years ago. I was also going to tell you that for decades, U.S. life expectancy was on the upswing But that trend stalled in 2015 for several years before hitting 78 years, 10 months in 2019. Last year dropped to 77 years and four months. So somewhere in the 78, 77 
probably range. the COVID effect. COVID effect definitely has the definitely is a COVID effect in there. And speaking of cases in the United States, have tripled over two weeks, and uh, con- I think we're continuing to see uh, misinformation. We're continuing to see uh, politicizing, and we're becoming more more polarized. But cases tripled. If you speak to health officials, they said the patients for COVID nineteen now, where a year ago, 14 months ago, were people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. The people now are 20s, 30s, and 40s is where the overwhelming majority of the cases are coming from, and the overwhelmingly are unvaccinated. So you've seen a new push from the talking heads and from political leaders saying, you know, understand that it's choice, but I'm encouraging you to make the choice. To get it. I also heard a reasonable argument yesterday. You know, there's some people that say I don't want to become vaccinated because I'm not sure I'm not sure of the side effects, the long term effects. We I feel like the vaccine was was rushed to the market, right? There's some people who are saying that. I don't I don't particularly believe that, but I, I understand it as an as an argument. It's a consideration. The mRNA research has been going on for a long time, and then they fashioned it into a COVID-19 vaccination via uh, Operation Warp Speed. But they say, well, it's got emergency use authorization, and I'm not comfortable with it because, well, I would just remind you that if you if, if that's your, your argument, I just want to make sure that you also consider that if you get COVID-19 and are hospitalized, the treatments that you're being given are also being given under emergency use authorization. So if you're waiting for the FDA, you're going to you're waiting on either side if it's because of uncertainty and a lack of a track record with the vaccine, but with the treatment as well. So I that's all I would add to it is just there there's a there's a certain amount of risk no matter which one you choose because of a lack of data and not knowing how it's going to perform because what i understand is like the mrna base that they had it's like if they had a cookie recipe and they had the cookie but they had to realize that they had to make a new kind of cookie but they knew how to make the base of the cookie they needed to add raisins yeah or they needed yeah yeah, they didn't know whether it was raisins or Mm -hmm. chocolate chips or what and now they've kind of figured out that it was you know whatever the vaccine would be well i um you know vaccination rates at at the younger levels uh now, let's let's draw the line at twelve, because I mean two two to twelve still uh, off the table, but the twelve to thirty five set. Let's just say vaccination rates have basically fallen flat. They're not moving one way or another. So it makes me wonder. Well, how do we? How are we going to boost that? The idea of free education or trucks and boats or million dollar lottery prizes or what have you have seemingly just they they ha- they're not moving the needle. What what will encourage people? And I still go back to you know I've I've lived a while and I've observed humanity, and I think that the fear of missing out is far more powerful than we might be giving it credit for. And here's what I mean: the human animal, especially the younger the human animal. If you're told that you can't have something, even if you don't want it, even if yesterday you had no desire for it, 
If someone comes along and tells you and says, you, you can't have this, or they're running out of this, and you're, there's, there's going to be none for you, even if you didn't want it 24 hours earlier, you will move heaven and earth to make sure that you're not shut out. Um, you've seen people like artists like Bruce Springsteen that say, you can only come to my concerts if you're vaccinated. So are you shunning the unvaccinated or are you promoting vaccinations? And so I think this is the next gate that we're going to sail through as a society is that since we're so divided on this issue on what we should do, you're going to find this camp that says, if you're in my club, then I'll socialize with you. And if you're not, to me, you're a pariah. That's the thing that is going, that will cause people to jump camp. You know, that will say, oh, well, if I can't go see Foo Fighters or if I can't go see, because they did the same thing. You can't come to our concert at Madison Square Garden unless you've been vaccinated. Cruise ships are doing the same thing. So it's that type of mentality that appeals to people's nature of I got to have what I want. And suddenly my wants change based upon what you might be telling me I can and can't have. Is that a fair yeah. assessment? FOMO is real. It FOMO is. FOMO is very it's real. Definitely real. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, we see it in this in, in this industry all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely do. All right, some of the other news headlines of the day. Uh, sad to report a Hardin County teenager has drowned while kayaking at Freedom Lake in Elizabethtown. This began on Tuesday afternoon about 345 where 19-year-old Kenneth Robertson was last seen from the shore and uh, witness uh, phoned. Uh, first responders, I saw a conference yesterday where they reported said the first responders uh, got to the area, I think, within three minutes of uh, of the call, but they could not find him until yesterday. And sadly, they found uh, his body, I think, in about 20 feet of water. Uh, he had been, uh, there's a few hundred yards from the Freeman Lake boat dock. It was a rental. I don't know if the city, the city of Elizabethtown actually does it or if they uh, use a third-party contractor to do it, but it was a rental. And in the state, there was a personal flotation device. But remember, in the state of Kentucky, you're required to have one on your vessel, but you're not required to wear it above a certain age. And so, and uh, there is some uncertainty on why he left the watercraft, why he ended up being out of the kayak that led to uh, his loss of life. So it's uh, it's regretful. That lake gets far more traffic than I realize. It's bigger than I thought. I think that than I thought that it was, but it gets a decent amount of. I'm not sure I realize you could kayak. Yeah, you can kayak, you can john boat, you can use motors, but it has to be like a trolling motor and it has to be at wake speed. But canoes, kayaks, that type of thing. But there's not any, technically, there's not any water patrol there. So you're kind of in one of those weird things where I think there's somebody on the grounds, but they're not lifeguards and they're not water patrol and they're... I think Fish and Wildlife sometimes patrols the area, but it's just one of those weird... I think I described it yesterday. I said Freeman Lake is too small and too big at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. People want to use it for... And I'm not saying it shouldn't be used for kayaking. I'm just kind of looking at the area and trying to figure out how a seemingly healthy 19-year-old person rents a kayak and loses their life on a lake that size. And so I don't have the answer. It's a terrible tragedy. Yeah, it's definitely a tragedy. Uh, Clarkson man wanted in Tennessee has been nabbed in Litchfield with methamphetamine yesterday morning. Uh, LPD and GCSO personnel responded to Five Star Food Mart where they got a report of a male behaving erratically. 
They found uh, 55-year-old Jeffrey Kenser had left the area, left the area, but located uh, riding a bicycle not too far away on South English Street. They found out uh, he was in possession and then had two warrants out of Sumner County, Tennessee, and so they did what they do and went on about their way. The beach at Rough River Dam State Resort Park will be closed for the remainder of the summer. The release says due to multiple natural circumstances, the beach at Rough River is to be closed for the remainder of the 2021 season. So now when you give me an excuse like that, all you're doing is poking my curiosity. Oh, definitely not. As, as to why. <laughs> you know, multiple natural circumstances. All, I'm going right? to need to know what those so are. So I start to, well, and I don't, I, I, I don't, nah, I'm not sure I fault them for not giving them. Maybe there's a litany of reasons and maybe they're very valid reasons, but when you shroud it in multiple natural circumstances, you're giving me enough enough context that it really gets me going. Oh, yeah. So. If you know, dive deep into our Facebook comments, there's plenty of speculation. Oh, oh, oh no. I stay out of there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> multiple, Trust me. I don't no, blame I, you. I, I don't, I'm swimming those waters. Uh, I, I, well, from what I've learned in our Facebook comments section, I wouldn't swim in those waters. I, I sometimes think. I remember a natural circumstance in Caddyshack oh. involving a baby Ruth. I think, well, is it something like that? Is it all the cats in Falls of Rough have decided to use it as a litter box? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it too many people well, are making poor bathing attire choices at the beach? We, is it lack of personnel? We've got some Falls of Rough is connections. It, I don't there are again. I've just given you multiple mm-hmm. natural circumstances, so I am allowed to run wild with possibilities when it just might be something as simple as they can't get people to come to work. <laughs> I don't that and it, and so is that a natural circumstance? I don't know. But yeah, that that kind of again fear of missing out for me. I don't know the information, so I'm determined to speculate until I can <laughs> zero in on it. That would never happen on social media. <laughs> should've never. Should have just told me. Toyota has produced 10 million Camry vehicles at its manufacturing plant in Georgetown. The company says the white 2021 Toyota Camry SE rolled off the line recently. They have been in operation for 35 years. The Camry has gone through about eight iterations, and they make things in Georgetown other than Camrys, but they've done 10 million Camrys. Wow. And... Uh, to be clear, they also make very good farm cars. I'm just saying. Don't they? <laughs> they really do. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're looking for a farm car, I know many of you are looking for farm trucks. But if you're ever looking for a farm car, this lady over here can vouch. Oh, yeah. That uh, the Camry does a, very does good. a wonderful job. It, it hauls shock fodder like none other. I've like even had hay bales. Nobody. I'm just saying. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is hammock day. I like a hammock. I don't like getting out of them. Actually, getting out of them. I'm not sure which is worse, getting out of them or getting into them. Oh, getting I agree. In is, getting in is much harder. Yeah. So? Getting in is harder. Right. Uh, it is also Pi Approximation Day today. Pi Day is March 14th, 3.14. But Pi Approximation, 22 sevenths. 22 divided by 7 
is also a P.I. approximation. Not blueberry or apple. P.I. You lost me. No, you don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it, but. Yeah, no. Uh, numbers I can do sometimes, but when you start talking about geometry and all that. It is also Spooner's Day today. Uh, honoring the. <laughs> not that kind. It, it okay, involve, do you know where I was going? It doesn't involve spoons or forks. Well, so my first thought was schooners because I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But then my second thought was what? Yeah, right. Yeah. Honoring the 1844 birth of William Archibald Spooner in London, who accidentally invented spoonerisms with slips of the tongue like queer old Dean instead of dear old queen. So when you get something mm-hmm. mixed up like that, it's a spoonerism. Blushing crow instead of crushing blow. I have one of these in my life that I have a very hard time with. Uh, our former neighbors, Sam and Kendra Jones. Oh, yeah. I oftentimes will accidentally call Kim and Sandra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kendra and that Sam. That makes sense. Sam and Kendra becomes Kim and Sandra. Well, and when I was growing up, there was Ed and Betty, but it became Bed and Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> There's a <laughs> true story. So I guess I swear. those are actually spoonerisms yeah. that I mm-hmm. just true story. Okay. Well, that, I didn't really know that there was a term for that. Mm-hmm. Nor did I. But I'm now I, in the know. Now right? I know. <laughs> now I know what what to call it. The weekend funny tweets. We have curated a list of these from, uh, in particular, from women this week. Olani Baby says, I hate when people email me back too quickly. I just checked that off my to-do list, and now I have to put it back on there. Yeah. It's a, you know, email is the old volley. Oh, they volleyed it right yeah. back at my feet. Mm-hmm. Doggone it. Now what am I going to do? Uh, you'll you'll figure it out. Also, uh, in the Week in Funny Tweets, Mishti Ali says, My toxic trait is that I say no worries. Even when there are worries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Hannah says, guy in the 1700s, this town meeting could have been a pamphlet. <laughs> you know, you get meetings and you said this should have been an email. Uh-huh. Guy in the 1700s, same sentiment. Or they could they have sent Paul Revere through the town right? yelling it loud or something Put this like in that. a pamphlet. And then Brody Gupta says, don't call me honey, and expect it to soften the fact that you shrunk the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. Rick Moranis, right? Yeah. yeah Rick, there you definitely, go. Wow. definitely Rick Moranis. I thought you were younger than that. Oh, no, that was early 2000s, wasn't it? Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, it's here. Is it? Is it happening? It is. I watched official competition last night. Yeah, I forgot. I keep forgetting it's on. I got a little bit surprised, too. I scrolled through, and it said the U.S. women's softball team was playing Canada. And they won, right? And I said, for real? Yeah, they did win. They won one to nothing. One to nothing. And uh, it's the first return of... uh, First return of women's softball in 14 years to the Olympics. Aren't they playing it on a baseball field, though? Yes, they are, Sam, and I'm so glad you mentioned that. Can we not just build the women their own stadium or a softball complex? It, they're doing that old Caneyville thing. I was gonna say, 
listen. They used to do they, that at Crawdad Stadium. Where they, they hosted at Caneyville, and they'd have had a softball stadium there, I know, wouldn't they? Uh, uh, yes, they would have. But in the olden days, you had to move the bases from 90 feet to 60 feet. And then so then your baseball bases were actually out there in the grass. And it just – you don't use the same field. And the – from the fence to the dugout is much further. The 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 depth of the field is much different. And so it looks like they've gone in here and they're making an old-timer softball game at Yankee Stadium before they play oh, yeah, that's somebody for the afternoon. It like. And it looks dumb. Yeah. For the Olympics, it looks really bad. It looks terrible. It looks like, it, I mean, it really is, after the home run derby during the All-Star game, they have the celebrity Softball game on that's the field. Right. And that's yeah. exactly what it looks like. And they move the bases in yeah. to where they're... But that's the celebrity softball game that means absolutely nothing. It's it's made to be a joke. This you know? is the Olympics. And we've had 14 years or however many. We've had a dozen years, certainly, and without softball. Why can't we get it? That's right. you got a bonus. And by the way, it still looks awful to see 2-0-2-0 on the Olympic logo mm-hmm. and the field. And Tokyo 2020, Like it's nearly August 2021. Come on. But Simone Biles is getting her own custom greatest of all time Twitter emoji. She has become the first Olympian to be honored with one. If you're on Twitter and you use the hashtag Simone Biles or just hashtag Simone during the Olympic Games, which begin on Friday, your tweet will have the greatest of all time. You can see it on screen. Now, she's also the greatest of all time. Why? Apparently, the Olympic Village was not up to her standards, and leading the charge, they have moved the U.S. Olympic uh, gymnastics team to a hotel. They are not staying in the Olympic Village. No cardboard beds. No cardboard beds (laughs) for U.S. Olympic gymnasts. I can get on board with that. (laughs) Well, I mean, it might be hotel. Motel. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I think hopefully on the other end of the building yeah, there was no, a holiday. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> she knows it. Uh, here are the top ten storylines. So, Beach, maybe this will help you get invested in the Olympics. You need the storylines. Probably. You yeah. don't like the competition in and of itself. You want to know yeah. the background story. So, yeah. in women's long-distance running, like the 1,500 meters or... The equivalent of doing 5K races or marathon races. Okay. There is a woman who grew up on a dairy farm, married a dairy farmer, and is still a dairy farmer, but she's a runner in the Olympics. Good for her. That's See, awesome. Th- th- so I would be on board with her. Th- yeah, You're right. When it comes to, I do need the stories. Right. I knew. But here are some of the storylines. Um, COVID-19 is hovering over everything. Everywhere you turn, everywhere you go, there is COVID is casting a shroud on the Olympic ceremonies, the competition, etc. On the athletes themselves, the Simone Biles show. She will be in uh, she will must see must see TV in every event, the team competition, the individual all around, the vault, the floor exercise, the balance beam. In swimming, Katie Ledecky's inevitable dominance. Katie Ledecky is the real deal. She's back. She'll be in the 200-meter freestyle, the 400-meter freestyle, the 800-meter freestyle. The question is remains around, will Team USA's men's hoops team falter? They yeah, they've been, they've been struggling. They haven't played very well. But now they got Kelvin Johnson, so they're good. They'll take care of it. Yeah, I mean, they lost Booker to Nigeria coming. and Australia. 
but Devin Booker Spain. is making the trip over? Yeah, he. I think I heard he leaves tomorrow morning. Okay. You know, the uh, they have just owned, even going back to what they called the dream team, but that's slowly faded over time. Uh, USA Swimming is stacked again. Simone Manuel, Lily King, Reagan Smith, Caleb Dressel, Michael Andrew, Chase Callis, uh, Kieran Smith, also Pat Forty's daughter, is uh, swimming in the Olympics for Team USA as well. Saw a story on her yesterday. She swam at Stanford. I think she graduated high school with Sacred Heart. That sounds right. I think yes. that's right. Well, and then I heard that they officially announced who the U.S. women's flag bearer will be, or the flag bearer for the U.S. Olympic yeah, team. Yeah, who is that? Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Okay. The United States national team is the most dominant female soccer enterprise in history. But they lost. But they, and they also lost to Sweden in the quarterfinals in 2016. So they were a great team then that got shown an early exit from the medal round. And then um, Shakari Richardson's ban due to the use of marijuana. She got thrown off of uh, Team USA. She was quite a personality. I followed her in the Olympic trials. She was she's determined. Good. She's good, but she was determined to be extra in everything that she did between the eyelashes and the hair colors and the long fingernails as a sprinter. It just looked odd. It was it was out so far outside the norm of what you normally see that, that anyway. Those <laughs> she's the, fast. Now some of the new Olympic sports. Karate. Did you are you on the men's team? No. No? No. I'm on the breakdancing team. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. Skateboarding. Sport climbing. Okay. Surfing. Okay. Breakdancing. Okay. Um, I, I'm i a specialist in breakdancing. I got a particular move. It's called broke dancing. <laughs> now, now, do they have 911 on standby? <laughs> Uh, they have nine one already dialed. Or they just got to hit the green button to, to all, make it dial. All they have to do is press one. <laughs> in case they're on a rotary or on a you know where you don't have to yeah. press send, mm-hmm. you know, on an old phone. I also ran across the Olympic sport that you'd most likely compete in, based on your astrological sign. Oh dear. Okay, I'm not really into <laughs> astrology, but I do know that when I was born, suggests that I. Uh, was I am a Leo, and at, true to form, I mean, you would expect it to say breakdancing, but next best thing, Leos, if you were performing, uh, competing in the Olympics, you'd be a gymnast. Take one look at me and tell me I don't scream gymnast. The trampoline, right? <laughs> Absolutely the trampoline. So, Miss Buckles, are you a Virgo? I am. Okay, so. Uh, and own it, but I'm a little bit scared about this. They nailed it. Soccer. So maybe you didn't compete at soccer, but soccer what? coach so, is your specialty. So is that why you're not the new Cougar soccer coach because you're headed to the Olympics? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, because she was born <laughs> under a bad sign. <laughs> uh, and Sam, Aries. You, you're an Aries. By a few days, yeah. All right, track and field. That would that would make you that. a track and field I only run when I'm being chased. Amen. Probably not. You, you probably wouldn't do the shot put. Oh, 100%. Or the hammer throw, maybe. Probably. <laughs> Not the shot put. Have you seen the shot put, athletes? Steeple chase. There we go. That's mine. 
I do love the human steeplechase too, the ones where they have to run like marathon, like cross country, but they have to jump over, or, or, jump what, over the things, the railings, and then they land in the water. What's the one that you run and then you got to stop and shoot? Or is that the Winter Olympics? That's the Winter Olympics okay. where you ski. ski. That's biathlon. Biathlon where you ski, you shoot, then you ski some more. Well, isn't that the way it works in real Even life? Even I knew that it's one, Sam. Yeah, biathlon. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> you ski. I can't keep up with it all. You ski some, you shoot some, you ski some more, you shoot some. Seems pretty self-explanatory to me. And we also learned that Brisbane, Brisbane, Australia will be the host of the 2032 Summer Games. That was announced earlier in Tokyo this week. So get ready. We've all got time to, whether it's karate or whether breakdancing or surfing, we can hang 10. There's an Olympic sport for you if you'll just pursue it. So we're going to get to a break. We'll come back, and we'll have the water cooler question for today. That's right ahead here on In the Know. I'm having trouble hearing myself, but I think some people in the audience don't know that there's anything different. Some people think, uh, what's wrong? Why is he behaving differently? Well, it's because I can't hear. But did you know the average active vocabulary of an adult English speaker is around 20,000 words? The average English speaker is around 20,000 words. Did you know, though, that 90% of everything written in English uses only 1,000 words? So it's just a lot of repetition. Mm-hmm. The and 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 of and yeah, is yeah. and all that. There are more English words beginning with the letter S than with any other letter. Okay. The most common letter in English is E. It appears in 11% of all words. Yeah, I would have said A. Some English words exist only in plural form. Glasses, binoculars, scissors, tongs, and this says pants, but I was making a compelling argument with self this morning. If I said, this is a very, if I were at the store recommending this to you and said, this is a very nice pant. No. I I would never say, I would say that. (laughs) I'd say, Sam, this is a very nice pants. I would say this a is a very nice pair of pants. Which is interesting because it's only one. It's that only, it's it, only that one. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. What about pantsuit? Well, that's one word. But if you said pantsuits, you'd well, be talking multiple. about two. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think, I, think there's a, I think there's a place in the world on a rare occasion that the word pant can be used. And I don't mean like a dog pants. <laughs> Yeah. Look at that dog. What's it doing? Panting. Panting. What? It's a what? A pant. Oh, there's a if, singular version. If you only did it once. Binoculars is a little... If you only have one binocular, is that a monocular? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're, you're, I feel like 
Is my, your my, mom watching? <laughs> my, my mom's background my mom is more is, in math. If there were only so. some educators that we could consult. <laughs> there are a couple of them I know that are happy to help out. Sometimes they like to help a little too much. <laughs> you know who you are. Here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win by texting 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. We'll give you your choice of prizes today, whether you want Holiday World, Beach Bend, or Kentucky Kingdom. Uh, the choice is yours if you can prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler. Again, text your answer to 270-259-6000. A survey found people in the average household do this about 18 times a month. A survey found people in the average household do this about 18 times a month. What is it? 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. That is a huge amount, by the way. A survey found people in the average household do this about 18 times a month. Wow. So you, by saying that, are you saying that your household is under that number? I don't know if we've ever had an argument in our household about this. Oh, it's an argument. Oh, hint. Well, but we don't argue. So. Right, but I don't know that we've had a disagreement. A survey found people in the average yeah. households. Oh no, 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 no. I gave you, I gave you, a, I gave you a clue by using that word. Hmm. So a survey found people in the average household do this about 18 times a month, and now you know it's argue about something. 270-259-6000. Well, I can kind of... I, I slipped and let the word argue out. Well, I can combine the answer that I had into arguing about what I said. Okay. Uh, we learned earlier this week that Prince Harry... Is he still a prince? Do we still call him Prince Harry? Or is he just Harry? He's a prince. Harry decided he's coming out with a book. He's going to tell his story. And now, not to be outdone, his big brother, Prince William, announces a book of his own after Prince Harry memoir news. Why don't they just fight and get it over with? Why don't like, they just... Go out in the backyard. roll around yeah. in the grass. Migrate. Bloody one another's noses. You know, ruffle up their clothes. You know, rip the collar of their <laughs> shirt. Mm -hmm. And just get it over with. They've been... This, they've been dying to do this their entire lives, so just go ahead and do it. Dun 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 boom, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Monet. That's funny. Um, did you all read that? No, I it's did, not yes. argue about money. By the way, so I'll just tell you, it's not argue about money. I'm not going to tell you the other answers if they're right or wrong yet, but it is not. Can, can I tell you what my answer is? And you can money. You could go ahead and throw your answer out there if uh, you like. Argue about what to make for dinner or something in that range. Okay, I hear that answer. <laughs> All right, Miss Buckles, what about you? I said laundry. You argue about doing laundry? Like laundry on the floor. Like, not necessarily doing laundry, oh, but see. like... Messy room kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let me give you the question one more time. A survey found people in the average household do this about 18 times a month. What is it? And I gave you a clue that it's arguing about something. So I told you it's not arguing about money. Sam says it could be about uh, what to make for dinner. And Beach says that it could be about laundry or something like that. But so. you said that one. you never, you almost never do this in your household, right? We, we don't argue. We've ne well, we, yeah. we've, we've never. I don't know that we've had a disagreement over this ever, or even a oh, wow. difference of opinion. I don't. It's just odd. It, so that's why it's so odd that it would happen eighteen times a month. It's just so odd to me. So anyway, text your answer two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Get a chance to pick your prizes. We'll tell you who the winner is coming up after the break. Here on in the know.
B's point to ponder for today. What weird family traditions does your family have? Oh, dear. What weird tradition does your family have? I struggled with this because they aren't weird to me if we do this. Uh huh. So That's I true. really tried to scrutinize and think, all right, what goofy things do we do that are, are actually weird? I think some of the things we do are campy or other people just wouldn't necessarily get it. But does that make them weird? I don't well, know. Different to others. I can't think of anything that would be classified as weird. So I started, right. But I guess if I told you yeah. some things we do, okay, then well, you would well, go, we'll you'd see. be like, well, I wondered, I think it's, <clears throat> I used to think it was very common. I don't consider it at all weird, but you might, that we're pretty determined that when a Christmas story comes up, comes on at 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve, that it's on the TV and doesn't change until 7 p.m. the next night. It's just sort of a, Oof. we're in the Ralphie bubble for Oof. 24 hours on the television. Oof, that's a... And that's not just our household. That's his parents' yeah, household as mean, well. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I mean, more, I'm kind of thinking up uh, a generation too. Not yeah. just not just our home, but of the the immediate I, family that I grew up in. And I get that, that that's like your generation's Christmas movie. Like for mine, the one that I would more than likely do that with would be Elf. Okay. Because right. I think Elf is much better than Christmas Story. <gasps> no, oh. that's not true. But um, it's it's very true. <laughs> one of the odd things that we do in our home, though, is and I don't know that it's weird, but I and I don't know when we started doing it, but we take pictures of the girls with lemon rinds in there, <laughs> like when they bite a lemon and they have the lemon rind in their mouth okay. still, and they're like smiling, and we have pictures of them. We kind of have to have the. Uh, we also have to stop if we go to Alabama. We have to stop at the rocket. Absolutely, like you just kind of have Every to do time. that. But mm-hmm. are those yeah. things weird? I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know if the lemon is weird, but I mean, it's at least a a different tradition. You know, I mean, that's not one probably that everybody, one that so yeah, many people yeah, do. Yeah, yeah that's kind of more what I, what I was saying. Yeah, I got it. Uh, if your number ends in six two eight four. You knew that 18 times a month on average, people argue over doing the dishes. Mm. That was my second one. Argue mm-hmm. over doing the dishes 18 times a month. So congratulations to 6284. Oh, I've got to tell this story. I know we're late, but I can't like this enough. An Ohio dad has two special needs children. And he wanted them to have employment opportunities. So his 18-year-old son, Josh, his 21-year-old daughter, Mary Kate, both have Down syndrome. He bought them an ice cream truck to be able to vend ice cream to Uh their neighbors through. I love it. I I love this so uh, much. I think this is Cincinnati area, too. Yeah, WLWT is where the news story is coming from. the NBC affiliate in Cincinnati. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, just, just... Love that. Well, not to mention, and we've done, you know, back during the ice cream festival days, I'll tell you, there's just something that gives you pure joy inside about giving someone ice cream. Mm -hmm. There's also a popsicle similar. Like you (laughs) hand somebody a popsicle and say, look at that. You just made my day. About two years ago, we had uh, our chamber luncheon and we gave away ice cream that day. And I loved it because we had a little bit extra. And for about a month, our freezer here was (laughs) stuffed full. It was like reaching in and it was like a box of chocolates. You didn't know what you were going to pull out. Uh It might have been a little less than a month. It 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 wasn't very long. 
but they lasted. It went pretty quick, I think. <laughs> a lot of traffic on this end of the building during that <laughs> yes. time. Uh, on NBC tonight, the series finale of Good Girls. So are you all caught up and ready for the series finale? You watched this. I am, this, but so. I won't be able to watch it tonight. But, yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. I'm caught up. All right. Uh, today's highlight in history. This day in 1862, President Lincoln presented to his cabinet a preliminary draft of the Emancipation Proclamation. In 1934, John Dillinger was shot to death by federal agents outside Chicago's Biograph Theater. All right. Mm-hmm. 1992, Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar escaped from his luxury prison near Medellin. If you haven't seen Narcos, you can... Love that you describe it as a luxury yet. prison. Oh, that's what they it, oh I know. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh, I know. It's yes. just funny to me that there's such a thing as a luxury prison. But I'm not to the escape yet, so... Okay. Um, birthdays today. Bob Dole is 98. 98. George Clinton is 80. Danny Glover is 75, Don Henley is 74, Willem Dafoe is 66, John Leguizamo is 61, David Spade is 57, oh dear. Rufus Wainwright <laughs> is 48, Selena Gomez is 29, Britain's Prince George is 8. There you go. Future King. Rose Kennedy, born in 1890, Orson Bean in 1928, Oscar de la Renta in 1932, Alex Trebek, born this date in 1940. Oh. Gone but not forgotten. That still doesn't feel right. Seems odd. Here's the other thing. In syndication, they're still showing Alex episodes on Saturdays on Jeopardy. So it's weird. You see you know, Robin Roberts this week hosting during the week, and then you catch the Saturday edition, and it's you know something from months or years ago, and it's Alex. And it just it catches your attention. Like, wait a minute. How can, how can that be happening? Let's go to chart toppers. Let's, well, we're kind of out of time, but we'll try and squeeze a couple in. Uh, from 1957. <laughs> we had some good church hoppers yesterday. You did? We did. Mm. 1957, Johnny Mathis was number one with It's Not For Me To Say. Not Johnny Unitas, Johnny it's Mathis. It's not for me to say you love me. It's not for me to yeah, say. I mean, right. The chart topper machine does not want to turn off. <laughs> it was upset because you called it Johnny Unitas. <laughs> to be clear, it's not me who did that initially. Oh, I know, yes. That's got to be a record for a song from the 50s playing. Yeah, only by force. <laughs> oh, no, we usually let kooky kooky lend me your comb breathe pretty well when it comes up on Chart Toppers because any song about comb lending, well, hello. Don't you see the night 1966, Dusty Springfield was number one. With You Don't Have to Say You Love Me. Wasn't Dusty Springfield married to Buffalo Springfield? <laughs> uh, you kids don't even know how funny that is. I don't is. even get that. <clears throat> Buffalo Springfield was a group that Neil yeah, Young a, was in, and so it was a, a group. Classic du- rock band, yeah, right? Yeah, Dusty. Well, I mean, was, they had hits in the in the 60s. Stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going yeah, down okay. is Buffalo Springfield. But the fact that Buffalo Springfield and Dusty Springfield, in my weird sense of humor, is funny. Do not- 
1975, Van McCoy and the Soul City Symphony was number one with The Hustle. In 84, Ray Parker Jr., Ghostbusters. Oh. Sorry. Who are you going to call? You know who you're going to call. Can't Help Falling in Love, UB40 in 93. Good one. Nelly Hottenher in 02. Rolling in the Deep, Adele in 11. Atkins, not normally. And uh, Gabby Barrett, I hope, was number one a year ago today. I just feel like I need to specify uh, yeah, yeah, now I when mean, I say I'm, Adele, I, they both have single name status. They do. Got to point out that it's Atkins that had the number one single this date uh, some years ago. I'm sure your mom had some other accolade all her own, but it was not oh, a number yes. one single. 100%. That I'm aware of. Mom as, of the year, right? As of yet. <laughs> but maybe she can find an Olympic sport that she wants to excel at. MB's uh, Pearl of Wisdom for today. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.